Let's see if this works. Um, this is my second try. It's working. Hope you're doing well. It is uh, Friday, March 25th. You're probably not doing well, though, especially if you're tuning in. Um, you're a Purdue fan, so um, it's Friday, March 25th, 10, 11 p.m. Purdue's basketball season over is over. The 20, 21-22 uh, uh, season's over. And... Um, if you don't think that was a fitting end to this season, you haven't been paying attention very much or you didn't tune in very much. Uh, let me thank our sponsors. Uh, let me thank Gridiron Metalworks. They've been here all season for us. Um, they're going to open their reopen their e-commerce store soon. Uh, thanks to AJ's. <clears throat> if you're heading to the spring game in a couple weeks, go to AJ's. EatAJ's.com. Order there if you're near campus. And, of course, Martin Vintage. Check out Martin Vintage right now. Uh, season's over, but <clears throat> they've got a shirt commemorating um, the lunar landings <clears throat> and the Purdue astronauts. It's uh, that cradle of astronauts patch that was on the football uh, helmets a few years ago and on the jerseys is now on a shirt. Really, really slick shirt. I would suggest go over to martinvintage.com, enter boiled at checkout for 15% off. Oddly enough, I went from having tons of live people tuning in after a win to nobody tuning in right now and i don't blame you um i can tell you how that one felt to me uh felt like a gut punch um and it felt somewhat predictable as the game started slipping away with about five six minutes left i just said to my son and his buddy jared who, who's been on here live a couple times to share um i said don't let it come down to one possession game you know in, you know, force your will. Uh, and Purdue didn't force their will. <clears throat> all season, this Purdue team, especially second, let's say second half of the season, not all season, but second half of the season, this Purdue team allowed every opponent they played to dictate the pace of the game and the style of play. That's a bad indicator. If you're looking for something that we all saw coming, because we did. And if you go back to that Maryland win when I was angry and a lot of Purdue fans here on this site, told me I was a moron for being angry. I saw a team that had some tendencies that I didn't like. And guess what? Those tendencies showed up big today. This fun-loving, likable group of individuals nonchalantly glided through the season with all the talent in the world and really more talent than we've seen at a, in a Purdue team in a long time. And then they nonchalantly get knocked out of the tournament by a team that tried harder than them. You can say whatever you want about St. Peter's being uh, a team that didn't make any mistakes. They didn't. Down the, down the stretch, they didn't make mistakes. They hit free throws. Purdue has a game in the 60s. They lose, right? I think they won one game in the 60s this year. They couldn't do anything offensively. The All-American, who everybody loves, <clears throat> and everybody was entertained by him, didn't show up. Six turnovers. He had six points and six turnovers until very late in the second half. Trey Williams, great period, of, a great run in the second half. <clears throat> but in the first half, he was too cute. He was doing <clears throat> the shimmy. He thought he owned that guy across from him. He thought he couldn't guard him. And so he kept trying to do cute moves, and it amounted to nothing over and over and over. I had a, <clears throat> a friend, a couple friends actually, one second. I had a friend who 
uh, was mad towards the end of the game when Mason Gillis got that foul diving for the loose ball. And so um, he was mad because the, uh, the shot clock was going to expire. I have a major hard time putting any blame at the feet of Mason Gillis. Mason Gillis all year was consistent in his effort. Guys like Mason Gillis are what I love as a Purdue fan. Guys like Mason Gillis are what the culture of Purdue basketball are built on. And guys like, I'm not going to call out people right now, but I will say that having a bunch of talented guys that don't win a conference title regular season or in the Big Ten, that don't come through when the game's big and the stakes really matter, it's tough to swallow. It's really tough to swallow. Everybody likes these guys individually. Individually, And I'm going to say something that I didn't say, I think, recording all year long. I love these guys individually, but I don't like this team. I didn't like this team this year. And you could probably detect it from me. The reason I didn't like this team is they always talk about you know, great teams come together and are better than the individuals. That's what St. Peter's was, right? We just watched a team that did that. We watched a coach in uh, Holloway, who's Hollowell, Holloway, um, who knows how to push psychological buttons. So if I'm going to lay blame at the leadership, the, the seniors and Jaden Ivey, the on-court leadership, I'm also going to lay some blame at the, coach, at the coaching staff. Matt Painter, if you can't push psychological buttons for players, for a bunch of 17, 18, 19-year-olds, and you clearly don't want to, get a coach on the bench who can. Get a coach who lights a fire under their ass. They need it. The coaching staff needs it. He's got a bunch of good guys on that bench, a bunch of guys that I like, but he doesn't have a guy like like St. Peter's coach who's pushing buttons and getting guys to do absolutely anything. You know the old, old adage of running through a brick wall? That's what they were doing. That's what they were doing on the other side. You know, let's get a little bit of it. Let's get the fight back, right? And let's also be, let's also be really honest about the entire season. We looked through the prism of what we saw all year, right? So what, where were the really big wins? Go ahead, tell me. Villanova is a pretty big win. We thought North Carolina and Villanova were both huge wins. Well, North Carolina was not good at that point. North Carolina is good now. They were not good at this, that point. Villanova was down a, a good player. So they were shorthanded. That was a good win, though. Villanova's a good win. Then let's go forward. They beat Illinois handily. That was one of my favorite wins of the year, especially at Illinois. That's a tough place to win. Illinois is not that good. They showed it in the postseason. They showed it over and over. Uh, they had a bunch of experienced guys. They aren't that good. Rutgers, stopping them. That was cool, but Rutgers is barely an NCAA tournament team. So where are the big wins, right? We've seen Purdue teams have big wins all season, and I'm not burning the joint down. Here's what I'll say about this team. Good team. Good Purdue team. Good Purdue team. Not great. Not something to talk about as we go in the future. Not something we're like, man. We're going we're gonna to really miss this season. No, we're not. I, this was a frustrating as hell season. There were some fun games, but this team under-delivered time and time again. And the reason they did is because Painter said this in December. I brought it up with you guys if you listen here. Painter said it back in December. They don't value possessions. And bigger than that, they're mentally not very strong. So you can say they're mentally weak, right, as a unit, Okay, I think many of these guys are going to have great careers in basketball. I think some of them are going to go on and develop and be better than we ever saw them play at Purdue. But some of them, we saw what they are. They didn't have another gear. They're really solid. Maybe they're technicians, whatever. But 
that's a frustrating season, my friends. And that's, that's a really tough way to, to watch it go out. Um, St. Peter's, good on them. Congratulations. Purdue, that is disappointing. Um, like I watched the game with, with my son and his friend, and, and he said his phone starts lighting up with IU fans. All right, IU, you lost by 30. So if there's any of you guys in here, come on. You lost by 30 in the opening round of the tournament. Congratulations getting back in the tournament. You lost by 30. Another, another comment I had with a buddy of mine, um, Jay and I were talking. He said, I have a hard time seeing this team get over the hump ever under Painter. And how can you not think that way at least a little bit right now, right? I was, if you listen to the, the handsome hour basketball beat, whatever you want to call it, I was on the other side. I was on the optimistic side. I know there's a guy named Ken who comes on here who says I'm too negative and I'm too I'm pessimistic. But I really, I believe that Painter can get to a Final Four. But when you watch a game like this in which Painter allows another team to completely take them out of their game and allows a bunch of players who don't seem to be taking the situation too, too seriously to stay in the game and not at least sit them down for a minute and chew on them, <clears throat> there's something wrong. You're going to lose games. There's no doubt. But this team losing the Sweet 16, that's not a fitting end um, for the talent level. It's a very fitting end for what they are. And uh, what can you say? It's a baseball school. That's the joke I'm hearing right now. Um, football season's almost here. Uh, football practice is, uh, is upon us. I'll be at the spring game. Can't wait for that. Um, but, damn it, I'm disappointed. So, um, let's see. A bunch of people on here. Thanks for tuning in live. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm not going to go through these comments today. I, I don't really feel like it. I do appreciate you guys, uh, tuning in. I appreciate everybody who all season was here. Uh, this was a bit of an experiment for me in turning out the content, uh, that I did. I was trying to see if I could keep up with the pace of the season, which is pretty difficult. Um, and I actually enjoyed it. Like I said, the catharsis of it is a big deal. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's too bad they didn't get to the round of eight because I thought they would and I thought they'd lose in that. But one more win, guys. Let's have a little perspective about ourselves. It doesn't change anything in the big, big grand scheme of things, right? So next year will be a very different team. I can say that. Next year is going to be uh, more like what we're accustomed to as a Purdue fan because you're going to have a bunch of young guys. You're going to have some guys that absolutely uh, have chips on their shoulder um, and you're not going to have the immense amount of talent and depth that they had this year to be too deep at every position <clears throat> or most positions and be pretty solid that's pretty noteworthy but then again matt painter took some of that away he didn't play newman again today against a guard heavy team he must not have any trust in him right now we'll see what happens too there's a lot of things that we're going to find out obviously ivy's going pro Williams is gone. stefanovic is gone hunter is gone will Edie go Edie is definitely going to test the the waters uh, with the league and see if it's time for him to go. Uh, many have said that he could go as late as the end of the first round. That's a big deal. If he has the opportunity, he should go. But, uh, boy, I'd like to see him one more year. Um, so we'll see. It could be a very different team. It's going to be a very different team next year. But it could be even more if Edie leaves. Um, hopefully Newman sticks around. I think he'll have an important role next year. So um, thanks again for tuning in. Thanks to our sponsors. Uh, thanks for being here all season. Uh, the 21-22 season is in the books, and Purdue, once again, falls before the Final Four. Wash, rinse, repeat. God bless you. Hammer down. Talk to you soon.